Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Hone sympathy. Harness Sayadar and Sayadeen. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. Okay, what's up, fantasy book fans? Welcome to Phantology's coverage from the month of April and kickoff for our month of May. This is Steven and Ben, Josh, Jake, and Ryan are all on full crew. Who's ready? Who's ready to break down? We're, we're talking April and then we're talking May, which is best fantasy mothers for Mother's Day, right? Like, shout out to the moms. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, mom? Hey, mom. Hey, mom. My mom's the best mom. My wife's also tied for the best mom. <laughs> good cover. Good, good, save. I, good save. I see you splitting that lane, Ryan. Just <laughs> shout out to my mom who got me into fantasy. So Ooh, okay. she's Special. my top fantasy mother. Dang, hey, yeah. my mom read Name of the Wind earlier this year. Nice, so she's nice. getting into it a little bit. That's a good fantasy mom. Yeah. Shout, shout out to my mom who is responsible for uh, twice as many members of Phantology than your moms are. Ooh, that <laughs> is true. true. Also, also shout out to your mom for getting me the complete set of Wheel of Time as a wedding gift. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. All right, before we get into a, a real life mom battle, so we're going to reorder our monthly format. This month, we're going to start with some Phantology news, um, some stuff that's happened on the channel for us this month, just to kind of keep listeners up to date with what they can expect. And then we're going to roll directly into the Fantasy Moms, the top three competition for next month. And then at the end, we're going to do Fantasy News. It just seemed like people were more interested in the competition than they were in the actual Fantasy News. Like it's easier to Google that stuff. Maybe you don't, maybe you're just not as interested. So we're going to do it at the very end. So uh, if you want that, you know, listen towards the end. Okay, so Fantology. Wait, yeah. I, I think I know why people are more interested in the poll than in the Fantasy News. I think uh-huh. it's because we spend too much time talking about TV shows. <laughs> Good theory. <laughs> it's a it's a hypothesis. I don't yet have data to prove it. Once I do, then it will be established as a theory. Okay, Ryan, the scientist. Yeah, he doesn't like TV <laughs> shows as much. He's more into books. So uh, we we have some book news and we have some TV news. But before we do that, we're going to talk about what happened with Phantology in May or sorry in April and what you can look forward to in May. So we had a few firsts for the channel. In April, we released our first skit. We have a three yeah. minute, two and a half minute video on YouTube. It is a skit. I've heard it is funny and five out of five stars. And uh-huh. the acting is amazing. Those edits too. Great edits. Uh-huh. I have, uh-huh. I've heard all those things as well. I, I heard that we got some uh, perspective Hollywood soon to be stars for our skit yeah we're uh, we've been talking internally about what's going to happen with phantology once i accepted the hollywood contract uh, so so big things in the works that's not oh, true default default assumption you were the hollywood pick and not dan well he's not on the recording so i can say what i want okay <laughs> 
Yeah. So Dan from the Harry Potter episodes, who's also happens to be my uncle, uh, a couple of years older than me, uh, him and I teamed up for a two and a half minute skit called How's the Reading Going? Wait, what was it called? Just How's the Reading? How's, How's the, the reading? reading? Yeah. 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 So tune in for that if you want to see a crazy fantasy fan and a first time fantasy fan going at it. Past the skit, which is available on YouTube, just go to our channel. So we finished our first arc, our advanced review copy for The Shadow of the Gods by John Gwynn. Josh and I read through that and recorded our review just yesterday at time of recording now. That'll, that's going to go out in a couple days on release day for the book. So that was exciting to get a big book and have some time to get into it before anyone else. And it was actually our <coughs> second arc, right? Because we had Daniel Green. Appreciate your piece. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. Yeah, and we also had the um, Descent of the Drone. So we've had a few arcs, but this was the biggest. Okay, yeah, this was the first one through <laughs> NetGalley. Yeah. So NetGal- NetGalley is the official like distributor of most arcs. And we have an account through them now and they they send us things every now and then. So that was fun to get and, and fun to review. Yeah. And we actually had a different take on it than most of the other reviews. Josh and I have been kind of talking about it. So that might be a little controversial. We'll see. But uh, check out our channel for our review of The Shadow of the Gods. It shouldn't be a controversial take, but I think it's going to end up being a controversial take. It is. When all the other reviews are nine and 10 stars and our review averages seven stars, that's controversial. Yeah. But it's honest. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's honest. It's not. It's not like this. Uh, hot takes for the sake of having hot takes. No. So hopefully and, not. Yeah. Okay. Next arc. Uh, the next arc that we are going to be reading is called Seven Deaths of an Empire" by G. R. Matthews. Release date on June twenty second. And honestly, I don't know much about this book, but I've seen a few things on Twitter saying it's good. I'm gonna stay away from reviews for arcs. I think from now on, so I don't have a biased opinion going in. But uh, I'm excited to you know, get our hands on these new books a little bit sooner than everyone else. That's fun. Yeah. And I think in the same vein, maybe not the same vein, but we're also doing our first book club for Phantology, if you want to talk a little bit about that. But, that, and I think if you're listening to this episode, then the plan is to do um, the first kind of chat on the 9th, I think on Sunday the 9th. Yeah. So this episode's probably going to go out like on Friday the 7th or so. So if you're listening and want to be involved in book club, you got to get on it really fast, actually. Um, or you can hop in later because we're going to yeah. be covering probably for at least a month and a half. We're just going to do it a little slowly conversations every week on Discord. Tell us the book and how much to read. So it's The Priory of the Orange Tree. Um, yeah, by Samantha Shannon. And how much to read it is free, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> no, no, how much to read before the first... Uh... Like if they wanted, yeah. <laughs> There's no buy-in, Ryan. Uh, um, yeah, so the first chapter, the first chapter is being discussed. Okay. On Sunday the ninth, on Mother's Day. You know that money is no object to me, Stephen. <laughs> good. I mean, you might have to buy the book, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, and and the first chapter is only like seven or eight pages, right? So. No, the first chapter is, is actually pretty long. Oh wait, it's well, the opposite. Ben's reading the wrong. Hold book. on. <laughs> well, is there multiple parts to the first chapter? Because I just I got to a part that said two, and so I just assumed that was the end of the chapter. Okay, you might want to check in on the channel and see exactly what they're doing. I have not had the opportunity. I have not had the opportunity to start yet. 
because I was frantically finishing Shadow of the Gods in time for uh, Josh and I to review that one. <laughs> okay, fair. But if you're wondering what Steven meant when he said check the channel, we have a Discord. We just broke 200 members on that Discord. So um, we're growing, but it's still like a super pretty tight-knit community. So um, head over there and there's just a channel on that Discord that says book club that you'll select when you join Discord. Okay, another segment, new segment. We are going to, every month, we're going to talk about we're going to read out our funniest negative review for the month to avoid, uh, I guess, internalizing these things and letting it affect us. We're going to have fun with it. So who wants to read the, the negative review from YouTube? Should I do it or does anyone else want to take it? I think Ryan should read I, it. I don't, is this the review about me? <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we don't know if it's about you or Steven. <laughs> it's about Ryan. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> It's, a, it's about Ryan for sure. All right, I'll talk about it in my high as a kite voice. I'm, I'm going to read it. I can't wait any longer. Me neither. Okay. That one dude sounds like he's high as a kite. These guys don't even know what happens in each book. Like, really, every single book is unmemorable. Getting all these books confused with each other, dot, dot, dot. And it sounds like they don't even really like the series all that much. These obviously aren't fans they keep on coming in with these low blows and bad takes, but they don't really understand the series at all. Kind of a shame, man-confused GIF. That's it. Ooh. That's the review. That was in reference to the Dresden Files. Yeah. Six, a 16-book series. 17-book series. <laughs> you can't make any mistakes, Josh. They're going to yeah, give a negative review now. We have, we have a negative review series. coming after that. Most of which, like, Stephen read... I mean, Ryan read them recently. Stephen read them, what, six years ago? I mean, I did a reread of many of them, uh, but... Okay. But yeah, I mean, it's like you're going to confuse events in a 17-book series, like, <laughs> of which event happens in which book. But apparently this guy will never do that. Yeah, there's no forgiveness for us for making these mistakes. We are experts on everything we review. So that's a, that's our bad. That's, that's our bad. So uh, we apologize we will try to do better in the future. And Ryan, I need to hear you react about your um, your high as a kite comment. Yeah, can you respond, well, Ryan? Were I you high as a kite? Definitely, I don't sound like I'm high as a kite all the time, but I do some of the time. And <laughs> so I guess I'll get better at that because I, I just don't I'm I just don't have an energetic personality all the time. But I'm trying to get better. Okay, all right. <laughs> So you can hold me to that. I'll be better in the future. Maybe I'll do some meth beforehand or I don't know. <laughs> this, this, this is like we have marijuana, Ryan, and speed, Ryan. <laughs> no, which, which high Ryan do you want here? All right. Which, which, which one? All right. Okay. Ironically, the episode came out with high Ryan. The episode came out on 420. <laughs> maybe that so maybe that's what that guy was thinking. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what he was thinking. No, but we actually, we, we appreciate these criticisms when they're valid. We do. I mean, it, well, we appreciate, you. there's good ways to give criticisms, which we appreciate. And then there's weird ways to give criticisms, which this definitely falls under. For one, you shouldn't tell somebody what their opinion is, right? Like, I think we all, with the exception of Jake, have a favorable, like, review of Dresden. Like, we all spent days of our lives reading these books and... I days mean, of our lives and i mean candidly i can guarantee you that i spent more money on these books than that guy did 
nice flex. <laughs> Speaking of money is no. You've given Butcher issue. more of your hard hard-earned money than than this guy. Man, yeah. Man, just wait and see if he stumbles upon my take about how is a ripoff defense who released <laughs> Battleground and and Peace Talks is two separate bucks. Well, the thing is too, it's like for one, he didn't understand that like we made we explicitly said, "Hey, all these books are good books, but we're rating them in contrast to each other." So there has to be a worst book of the series, right? Like that's just something you have no. to do. What if you're I a mean, super fan, Ben? They're, they're all the best. Super fan, I guess so. They're all I the mean, best. I guess if you're like a parent, you can't really rate your kids. But I mean, and so is this guy like the, upon, but you can. Maybe, maybe this was like a burner <laughs> account of Jim Butcher. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. Don't diss Jim like that. Okay. That's fair. Jim would probably recognize that he had some books that were better than others. It's it is kind of weird that around the Dresden fandom, there's like a little bit of gatekeeping there where if you want to be a mega fan and you get things wrong, they get really mad at you. And we haven't really seen that around other series. So let us know why that is. That's just maybe our misfortune for stumbling upon that. But it seems like we've got a lot of flack from Dresden fans for like making small mistakes. Yeah, well, some support too. We've got some support. Yeah, there's a lot of people like if you're on Discord and you've given us like con- constructive, like, hey, you might have missed this detail. That, yeah, that's stuff we genuinely appreciate. Is that. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we appreciate that. If if it's just like if you're like commenting in the YouTube section, like, oh, this is like a wrong opinion. That's a little bit weird. Still somewhat valid, but then if you like start throwing insults around, saying that kind of stuff, then that's where it's like, okay, you can just like. Show I, I don't know how out, much you know. we can expect from the YouTube comment section, though. So to be, to be totally honest, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be the fuel for a lot more negative review segments of the month in the future. Yeah. YouTube well, comments. Don't try and get featured in this section, though. You know, don't don't go. Yeah, we're just create like a YouTube people. account. And- yeah, don't make it your goal. Okay, we got to get through the the Vitology news a little bit faster so we can get to the moms. So a couple more news items. Ryan and Jake and I visited the Dragonstone Entertainment Warehouse. Heck yeah. That's where, where, not to be confused with the Cosmere House, which is where most of uh, Brandon Sanderson's stuff used to be shipped out. I think with this um, Way of Kings leather-bound Kickstarter, they really upped their game uh, as far as shipping. So they purchased a... Uh, warehouse near they at least rent out they at least lease out a, a warehouse yeah they probably didn't we're, we're not we're not sure about the ownership they probably details. did not purchase it you're right Stephen. they rent it out from or lease it from some other owner of this property uh, but it was it was interesting they sent me uh duplicate packages uh with some of the perks from the kickstarter and i emailed them back and I said, hey, you guys sent me these duplicate books. What are you going to give me to give them back to you? And they said, <laughs> I will, we will trade you a tour of the Dragon Steel Warehouse in exchange for you to return those books. And we said, okay. And I was like, I'll bring my buddies, Jake and Steven. And we all went and it was a jolly old time. And we saw some cool things. Luckily, we didn't see the Witcoin in person because we're not witless. Thanks for that summary, Ryan. It really had a uh, safe face there by not letting us see it there at the warehouse. Yeah. It, they, the next day we well, saw fun. it online. <laughs> yeah, so if you don't know, to kind of fill in the gaps there. So uh, Brandon Sanderson did this Way of Kings leather-bound deal last year. And if you bought into the Kickstarter, you got all these perks along with the leather-bound book. And one of them is this this coin, commemor- commemorative coin, that has wit, the his character from 
um, his series on one side. And on the other side, it says witless and there is a little mirror. So you see yourself and it's a little insult on yourself. And they didn't show us that at the time. But uh, anyway, at the warehouse, there were, I mean, a bunch of volunteers and a bunch of boxes. And I mean, there weren't like magical stacks of books, if that's what you're Yeah, imagining. I was expecting uh, Beauty and the Beast, West Wing or whatever it is. With You wanted a ladder, a rolling ladder? Yeah, I, w- I was expecting us to walk in and Brandon would be like sliding across the ladder and go, oh, hello. As he's riding. <laughs> what about like a, like a Harry Potter when he's choosing the wand scene with, uh, what's his name? Oliander. Not Oliander. Ollivander. Ollivander. Gosh. Dang it. Ollivander, I think, is a bush. More negative reviews coming at us now. No, I, I haven't seen, uh, so I can't be sure. I haven't. I need to see the book to really say whether you're right or wrong. For Ollivander? Yes. No, it, it's Ollivander. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, agree to disagree. <laughs> Josh, you don't need to look this up, man. No, it's, this is. It's definitely what we, Ollivander. You guys, guys, what are we talking I'm about? Joking here? here. All right. <laughs> Josh isn't. Josh isn't convinced. It's all of it. Josh. Josh. No, I'm sure. convinced. I'm trying to prove Ryan right. Josh, I think we all know that Stephen's right. Jake, what was your point? Uh, I was just going to say that the warehouse was was really fun. It was it was really nice of them to let us go down there and like offered that. Um, props to Ryan for the honesty to return the book. Props to me. But it was cool. It's cool that they have uh, the the little business they do. It's cool to see a successful author author able to. Um, employ all these people under him and and create this this whole experience for us as opposed to just writing books not only that we get these special editions and all the the swag and things like the wit coins we saw all the coins for the uh the different um orders of the night's radiance that was really cool too i have a question you've mentioned volunteers a few times what like what's the purpose of volunteering just to kind of like they have a, a little community the they they show up and they hang out and they talk about books i'm glad you asked josh because jake uh, jake asked what it was like to get a job there and the guy michael bateman i think he runs the kickstarter he actually said that there's a long list of people who want to work for them which doesn't surprise me and so i thought well maybe these volunteers are just trying to get a leg in the door a foot in the door and mm-hmm. uh, and then and then get a job at Dragon Steel. So I asked him, "Are these volunteers trying to get a job at Dragon Steel?" And he said, "Well, some of them are, but others are just there for the community, hang out with like-minded people who have similar interests." But I was I was kind of surprised at when I first heard that there were people who are volunteering their time. But it makes sense to me now. Yeah, I mean, we can't really talk. We devote. Yeah. hours a week to talk so, about fantasy. So this books. this isn't like a Carol Baskin type situation. I was going to say, I no, <laughs> I did think of that when I was there though. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Carol Baskin. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. These are people who like want to spend time, you know, doing something or people who are just like, we need to do some service or something like it's that. In the evening. And, okay. It's not like they're, they're working full time for very little money to get. They're not Oompa Loompas. So Sanderson's not like developing like a cult, like in a compound no. somewhere. Uh, intentionally. There's no, there's no tears of volunteers either. It's Sanders- not like- Sanderson's not the next Elrond Hubbard. <laughs> this is going dark real fast. Let's just think of the volunteers as per- prospective, prospective anthology fans, right? Oh, yeah. That's all Everybody they are. is a prospective anthology fan. 
But these ones are higher tiers. Except for Scientologists. Now. That's why I aggressively talk to all of my coworkers us. about my podcast. Okay, next fantasy news, fantology news item. We are going to, every episode, start shouting out other content creators um, just to highlight other people in the area. If you like what we're doing, maybe you'd like some others. Who's our first lucky shout out? Um, I'd say uh, Friends Talking uh, Fantasy. We've had Okay, them. Friends Talking Fantasy. Yeah, we're big fans. We've done some stuff with them before. They're really awesome. They not only do they review fantasy books and fantasy things like we do, but they also um, have started doing these. What did they call it? I wish I, wish I remember the name. But basically, they like will get a, um, a premise for a book and some character, character archetypes. And we'll kind mm-hmm. of run through like kind of build a quick story from it, which is really cool. They do a lot of creative things. They're a fun listen. Yeah. Dylan and Charles. So uh, yeah, I'd say they're probably our, our, our best friends out there in the content creators thus far. Yeah. But yeah. if uh, please let us, or did you guys have more? I mean, I, we, I have some more, but you can continue French talking fantasy because they're cool guys. No, no, we're just going to do one an episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, let us know um, in the comments if you guys have other ideas of people or organizations we should give a shout out to. Yeah. And I will say too, we have on our discord, we have a channel called self promotions. So if you are interested in what we're doing and think you could enjoy what other people are doing, join discord, hit up that channel. People post, uh, you know, weekly or whatever, like content that they've created. So check that out. Or if you're doing something yourself or want yeah. to, yeah, that's a nice little easy way to promote um, with uh, with a group of prospective fans. So we're, we, we want to help out others as well. Okay, last thing, and then I promise we're going to do the moms. Uh, ben, tell us about TikTok in like 20 seconds. Okay, TikTok. Well, I, I assume you know what TikTok is. Fantology has a TikTok <laughs> channel now that I've undertaken and... Yeah, I, I basically just kind of try and adapt some of the stuff that we talk about on our channel and make them bite-sized pieces to go on TikTok. Yeah, so follow us, like us, watch yeah. us. Ben is attempting yeah. to translate our content to Gen Z. He's doing some incredibly <laughs> difficult work here and he needs your support. <laughs> we, we, start, we started a podcast specifically because we wanted the longest form possible <laughs> to talk about fantasy books. And now we're getting into 20 second TikTok. I think well, they here's can the thing, minute. man. There's a huge, they can be a minute. They're testing out three minute things too. I think you have to get to a tier though. Anyway, yeah, okay. Um, there's, it's so funny because there's a huge book talk scene, right? Where there's like, these people have like hundreds of thousands of followers, but it's all YA, which no hate to YA. I like YA. I read YA books sometimes, but it's just so funny because it's like totally Gen Z. So I'm trying to be a voice in the dark. How old is Gen Z right now? I think that they were born, what, like after 97, after 98 or something. So they're probably, they can be like 22. Yeah. But most of them are younger. I mean, they're they're right at the cusp of wanting to get out of YA. So we're going to be, yeah, yeah, we're going to be perfectly positioned in TikTok. Good idea. Here's a good idea. Ben, Phantology should do a TikTok saying, hey, if you like these YA series, here's some other Ooh, we could do Adult like one of those series. left and right hands. Like, if you like this, then you like that. You know, is that a TikTok oh, yeah, yeah. thing? Yeah, that's a TikTok thing. Yeah, Ben's really into TikTok. He knows he does dances and stuff. <laughs> oh, we really got to get some dancing in the background. If I know one thing about TikTok, it's 
have someone dancing in the background and text displaying, telling a story up front that has nothing to do with the dancing. <laughs> yep, that is TikTok in a nutshell. Okay, so last month, Phantology <laughs> did a bracket as we usually do on Twitter. If you're a first-time listener, this is what we do every month. And last month, it was top three sidekicks. And almost every entry featured Samwise Gamgee, so it was no surprise when he appeared in the winning entry, although in, not in first place, in second, so we, everyone gets three entries in your entry <laughs> you you get three you get you can choose three doing a top three entry so there's yeah, yeah that that's what it is you know what i mean so in the the <laughs> winning uh entry was from first wheel of timer first watt timer on twitter so congrats again and the winning three were sill from stormlight archive sam gamgee from lord of the rings and nightblood from the cosmere first appearing in warbreaker solid entry is this really the first entries. time like a non-wheel of content wheel of time content has won the bracket? Wait, they are wheel of time, aren't Maybe. they? Maybe. No, but none of the Just entries. The, the, the Reddit or the Twitter handle is, but not the none of the But none of the yeah. entries include wheel of time things. Right? Two Sanderson things though. <laughs> Two yeah. Sanderson it's also still very mainstream. I, there's yeah. not many, there aren't any many like sidekicks. Many, many. <laughs> many, many mini mo sidekicks <laughs> wheel of time, right? Either they're side they, characters, either, but not really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talmanis got all the way to the finals. Oh, that's lost, right. Lost yeah. in the finals, I think. Yeah. So if you uh, if you win, you do get a prize. So that's kind of some extra sugar on top for entering. So yeah, make sure you enter the, the mother's one that we're about to talk about. All right. So top three moms in science fiction and fantasy. Who's going to start off? I'm going to go first because I don't want somebody stealing my Harry Potter one. Are there any so, rules we need to define before we get started here? Yes, well, yes, because uh, you guys tried to sneak something in. We didn't think there were, but <laughs> no, there's there's no rules. I mean, yeah, you define motherhood however you want, and then the people of Twitter will decide how valid your your entries are. Yeah, That's I think fair. if we if we decide to define motherhood, we are going to get canceled. So <laughs> yeah, but, okay, so that. Jake and Stephen before the show were talking about like if if Jenny and Hermione would be considered mothers because we know that they eventually have children. They have children at the end of Harry Potter. Well, okay. Within the book, they within are mothers. The series, yeah, but you never see them acting as mothers. Which would make them a, a weaker entry in the opinion of some. <laughs> it doesn't discount <laughs> oh, them from entry though. I mean, one could argue that Hermione is pretty much Harry and Ron's mother. Yep. 90% <laughs> you definitely could argue that. Yeah, there's an argument there. She yeah. even has the like never ending purse that she brings around that every good mother has. Yeah, raising the moleskin. <laughs> I feel yeah, like we never have is. very strict guidelines on our polls. There's really no point in putting rules on because once it gets thrown out to Twitter, people enter whatever they want. Yeah, and there's no way I'm going to spend the time to regulate the entries. So please just you know come up with something reasonable. So Ben, just just give us your best interpretation of a mom. I guess try to avoid. Yeah spoilers if that's even possible yeah. or a thing but that would be a thing like if we're introduced to a character early on and then later she becomes a mother for the example of harry potter which we just spoiled but i think we're past you know the statute of limitations <laughs> there on spoiling yeah. <laughs> harry potter but if there's another series you can't like you can't like throw out darth vader as a father <laughs> well i mean you you can now his name literally <laughs> means dark father <laughs> Okay. 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 So, go, Ben. Go. All right. You know, you know what it is now. Go ahead, Ben. Okay. So Lily from Harry Potter, 
I think that this is like a super cool of example example of what a mother's love can do. I would have wished that we would have seen more of her throughout the series. Um, and this is kind of actually a pattern that I've seen as I was generating my list is that these mothers, at least that I was able to come up with, kind of have an influence on our characters, but aren't actively like taking like part of the action of the books, which yeah. is like unfortunate, you know? So we want more screen time. I, at least I would like more screen time. It's cool to see these effects, but yeah. Does that make sense? Do you guys notice the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like parents mothers... in general, parents in general, there's not as much of, because we like to have the, you know, the trope of the orphan hero who saves the day. Yeah. But themes of motherhood do go through. Like you said, she doesn't have much screen time, but her motherhood is an really important part yeah it's mm-hmm. poignant wow, so. you know it's uh it's sacrificial it is kind of like a deeper level to the magic that you're kind of introduced to in harry potter which is really cool um to know that there's kind of like oh like when guardian leviosa is like a spell but like there's also like this kind of deeper current of magic that can kind of run through and we're, we're kind of exposed to that through lily so that's cool okay so that's my first entry my second entry now, I'm not going to say the name because that would be a spoiler. Okay. I'm so, interested to see how you handle this one. <laughs> I mean, I could just, I guess, pick somebody else. but I'd prefer to be no, danced I, while talking about it. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, Lycanius, the main character in Lycanius is Davian. And Davian's mother, who is, you don't find out the history behind this until late in the okay, series okay yeah yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't spoil uh-huh. it yeah that's okay good. yeah but fantastic character fantastic reveal fantastic uh she did have more screen time than your average mother i guess so okay now i'm gonna say i have i have some other so much suspense here <laughs> okay yeah, only because be <laughs> okay so only because of the most recent book um you're talking about Stormlight Archive? Rhythm, uh, yeah, Rhythm, Rhythm of War. Rhythm of War. Okay. Can you guys guess who I'm going to say here? Yes. Okay. Hesina, Cal's mother, came in clutch. Oh, wasn't thinking not of her. the one I thought you were going to say. Not, not, oh, not the one. So, <laughs> yeah, good one. Hesina, she came in clutch, I feel like, in Rhythm of War. She was able to be this bridge between Kaladin and his father and able to give both of them much needed perspective at times. I don't know. For some reason, like those chapters felt really wholesome, but also like super like ultra realistic to me when she was kind of. Let's not do too many spoilers for the book, though. Like... Okay, sorry, that's true. I don't want to spoil it, but Hesina is a character that really I enjoyed her screen time in okay. Rhythm War. Cool. So that's my top three. There's an, a couple really good mothers um, within Stormlight Archive. Now that you bring that up, like I wasn't sure, I wasn't expecting that pick from there. Are you going next then, Jake? Yeah, that's my segue in. Okay, <laughs> number three, I have Joyce Byer from Stranger Things. Nice. Okay, nice get. I think I think she's a really good mother. I mean, I know this is a TV show, so pardon me. Um, no, allowed. Brian. SFF entries are allowed of all sorts. I will allow this all entry. <laughs> um, I think especially in season one, but like throughout, like her whole goal is just to like driven by being a mother and trying to find her son. And she goes through such lengths, not caring what other people think about her or putting herself in danger. And I think she's a very admirable mother. She's a single mom too. Single mom too. Yeah. She's doing it all. 
Um, number two, I have Ellen Ripley from Aliens, specifically the second movie in the franchise. I think her character overall is just one of the most well-done, strong female characters in science fiction or fantasy. Which character is Who plays Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver. Okay. The, she's the main character, yeah. Because I feel like they balance uh, they balance her her like femininity and motherhood very well with her being capable. Like it's not, and a lot of times that is kind of seen as a stereotype or whatever, but she doesn't, her character doesn't let that um, define her that way. Um, Jake, and then um, before you move on, I just, do you think that she is a better mother than the alien queen? You know, that is a good question. I mean, judging by how the movie ends, yes, because she beats the queen. That's that winning doesn't necessarily mean you're a better mother. <laughs> well, what is the better mother? The one that protects their young or the one who dies? What about the one who's just trying to <laughs> her, her alien race? That's true. I think that I think there's a very good argument for the the queen alien and aliens. We can we can talk <laughs> about this philosophically later. Um, along that same vein, though, Ryan, my number one pick is very comparable to the queen and aliens, and I'm going to say Cersei Lannister. She is a top notch mother. Everything she does in the series is driven by her being a mother and a parent and wanting the best for her children. Not necessarily makes the most ethical or moral choices but not at all no i think she and i really like in a feast for crows kind of spoilers for a feast for crows i like how we get a lot more of her viewpoint and i really started to sympathize with her more after that yeah those are my top three. Oh, all right and the prime pick i mentioned this before but it's got to be my mom because she's the one okay. with her love for will of time um, got me into fantasy can't believe you didn't see this, Ben. So, Josh, you're going to get points <laughs> over Ben because you can say it afterwards. But, well, Janie works and Top Mom. Sounds like someone forgot to get his mom a Mother's Day present. <laughs> Still got a week. <laughs> Never too late. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll go then. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, Josh. All right. Well, um, my mom is actually the best mother <laughs> for Mother's Day. Um, that's just hands down. She's only the best mother for Mother's Day, not for the rest of the year. Ooh. Ooh. Nice she's the best mother every day of the year in terms of fictional mothers i'm gonna say these aren't in specific order but uh narcissa malfoy from from harry potter specifically from uh the final book like she just gets to the point where she doesn't care about voldemort anymore she doesn't care about anything else like the only thing she cares about is uh draco and even when Draco hasn't been the nicest to her and hasn't been super great to her, she's just like, there's a chance he's alive and just jumps on it. Has Draco ever been nice or super great to anyone? Himself. Negative. Maybe okay. to, uh, oh, what's his girlfriend's name? I can't remember. No, but he was always a jerk to her too. What about, what he, about he start dating Goyle Pansy? and... And Parkinson. No, he's a jerk to Crab and Goyle. He makes them transform into into girls at one point. Maybe they wanted to. Okay. Do you ever think about Uh, Josh, what's your next? Who's your next one? He was always uh, pretty mean to Snape in the last one. Uh, Okay. So next one is Rachel Creed from Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, just for parents in general, like I related to both of them a lot, but the she you know had like a lot of love and she didn't have the best 
uh, relationship with her parents, but she still cared a lot about her family. And then the last one, which might not be an actual mother, but is Aunt May from Spider-Man. I know that. Oh, you know, definitely t- counts. Titularly, definitely counts. She's, she's an aunt, but, you know, she raises and mothers Peter and just always has the best wisdom. Like every, everything they do with the character, I've been a big fan of, like in all the series and in the comic books I've read. The Spider-Man, she just always like has a light about her when she's on screen or on page. And like, you always know that she's going to give some profound advice to Spider-Man that he needs to go save the day. And so, yeah, I think she would be the top bomb out of those three. Nice. Okay. Ryan, you or me? I'll go next. My number three pick is going to be Charity Carpenter from the Dresden Files. Oh, dang. That's a good so one. all of you people who think I hate the Dresden Files, <laughs> joke's on you because I don't. I picked Charity Carpenter for this. She's uh, she, she's willing to, she cares for her family deeply. She's willing to go out and even fight evil. I can see Steven over looking at his list, adjusting it. It was on there. Actually, no. Actually, I, oh. I overlooked. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Go for it. Um, she's a great character. She has an interesting relationship with Dresden because Dresden's always putting her husband in danger. I don't know. I really, that's a cool pick because she's multi-layered, you know, she, mm-hmm. um, at first yeah, you see her and cool you're like, she's just like annoying kind of, but she grows um, and she grows on you. And anyways, she's, she's my number three pick. So read the Dresden files and she's a good one. And all right. Yeah. My number two pick is going to be Navani from the Stormlight archive. There it is. What? No, that's who we thought Ben was going to choose. Yes. That actually isn't who I originally thought Ben was going to do either. You thought he was going to choose the never. Mind. I don't want to spoil, do any spoilers. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, Navani, she is a great mother. Two of her children are featured largely in the Stormlight Archive, Elokar and Yasna, and they are both very interesting characters, totally different, and they have interesting strengths and weaknesses we learn a lot about her relationship that she had with um the gavilar 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 in rhythm of war and rhythm of war just really it it is kind of a book of a few different mothers and uh navani's featured strongly in it and i wasn't excited about her viewpoint at the beginning of the book but i really like the how she morphed Mm -hmm. as a character and definitely how she how her love she probably had the coolest line of the whole book too the yeah. bastard line yeah yep she had a cool line about a bastard it's like <laughs> yeah i got to say bastard <laughs> she's a, she, okay she's a good mother ryan's, ryan's picks have been funny go to your number one ryan <laughs> my number one is actually going to be a three-way tie you can't choose three for your number one. I can, and it'll. I'll tie it. I'll tie it all together. Nice. Dude, it's like all my list is going to be gone. It's going to be a tie between Cersei Lannister, Catelyn Stark, and Daenerys uh, Targaryen. Okay. Because you think about yeah. Game of Thrones, it's really the story about mothers mm-hmm. and mothers yeah. doing whatever it takes for their kids, and you can say that 
Ben's uh, pick, Lily Potter. She was willing to die for Harry. Lots of mothers are willing to die for oh their children. <laughs> but how many mothers kill. are willing to kill for their children? <laughs> uh, but no, they're pretty. They're all super interesting characters. I agree with everything Jake said about Cersei. I was not looking forward to Feast for Crows. I thought it. I had heard bad things about it, but I really liked the Cersei viewpoints in that book. And it actually made it one of the favorite books uh, of the series for me. Of course, everything that happens with Catelyn and Daenerys too are very interesting. So it was super interesting series with mothers who might not be featured on they're not technically the leaders of their houses, at least not apparently, but I think it showcases the strength of the strengths of the mother. And I think that both my wife and my mom would be the top of the list if they were fantasy or science fiction characters. Good shout out. Okay. My turn. Done. Now that Ryan's taken up all the possible entries. <laughs> <laughs> Turned a three entry into a five. Entry I, I left, I, I left you one, Steven. Yeah, yeah. No, I you did. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up. Don't worry, Josh. So okay. my number three is going to be well actually uh ordering is hard. Okay. Uh number three I'm gonna say is Quoth's mother. I had to look up her name. Her name is Laurian, and she's a great mom. There's some kind of mystery around her. That's all I'll say for now. Read the book if you haven't read. Uh it's from Name of the Wind, King Killer Chronicle. Number two. So from Age of Madness, I don't want to say who this is because it's like a slight spoiler for the heroes, but this is a character that appears in the heroes and also appears in Age of Madness. In Age of Madness, she's a mother, obviously. And if you've read the series, you probably know who I'm talking about. Associated with the lion, that's that's enough for you so you're going to know which character this is. Um, she's great. A good uh, battle a good battle prowess in terms of strategy and uh, smarter than most of the other characters, which is pretty common occurrence for Joe Abercrombie books. There's always characters who are much smarter than the other ones. She's a good pick. And yeah, yeah thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Okay. And my number one, I'm going to go with a character from the Shadow of the Gods that Josh and I just reviewed, a mother who's a point of view character. Her name is Orca. And you should read the book. If you haven't yet, uh, tune into Josh and I's review. And I realize this is a plug for something uh, that we just did, but she is like legitimately a great mother, a great character. And uh, you three don't know yet because you haven't read, but uh, Josh can support me here. This is she, a good pick. She slays. Yeah. She's a great pick. Yeah. And like Ryan, figuratively and literally slays or. Yes. In answer to your question, how many people, how many mothers are willing to kill for their child? The body count stacks up. <laughs> Okay, so that's moms. Uh, let's do some any, any additional ones we have to throw in quickly, and then we're gonna hit news quickly, and then and then call this episode a wrap. Yeah, I got two that I kind of thought of. One is the other Dresden mother, which is Margaret Le Fay, who is Dresden's actual mom. Kind of a crappy and, mom. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, I guess not, I don't know. We that. don't know it. Yeah, we're we're kind of well. <laughs> I, I would say we're slowly finding out more and more information about her and I'm excited to see where it goes. And it seems like she's done some things that for her son's benefit. So. Okay. Honorable mentions don't get descriptions. They just get names thrown out. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, I can't believe, I can't believe no Molly Weasley or Harry um, Potter 
those Harry yeah. Potter people. Um, Sarah did, Connor. Someone, someone said someone said a name, right? Someone said Molly's name, but maybe just didn't make it onto the picks. Ben said Molly's name. Well, no, he he described her. No, we talked about it before the podcast. Oh, that, okay, okay, yeah, Molly. Okay, what about uh, Deanna from? She's Daryl's mom in Red Rising. I don't cool. really remember much about her. For sake of time, honorable mentions just get names. Okay, that's all my honorable mentions. So, um, Ty Grain. Okay, Wheel of Time. Uh, Wheel yep. of Time. Yeah, yeah. Martha Kent. Have a good one. Uh, we talked about pretty much every potential one that I mentioned. Yeah. Ryan threw Ryan's... his two honorable mentions in his first pit place pick. <laughs> did, did that yeah. screw you up, Stephen? No. Okay. No, I have more. Don't worry. Okay, let's oh, see your honorable mentions. Stephen. Can I can I do the Stormlight Four one? That's kind of a spoiler. Or no? Can you describe it so we know, like people who've read the book know, but other people won't? Um, she's a singer. Or nice. okay, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Good enough. Cool. <laughs> um, honorable mentions on my end. So if you count Amerlins, we talked about this. Like Swan could be a good one. Um, or if you want to go deeper into Wheel of Time spoilers, you could probably come up with some other ones. I've also got from Song of Ice and Fire, Queen of Thorns is a good mother. That's may, might be a little bit of a stretch. She's just a cool character. And then uh, from Dune. No, oh, no yeah. Dune. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Dune. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lady Jessica. Good. Lady yeah. Jessica. She's that was a, a really good pick. Yeah. And then his dark materials, I have Mrs. Coulter. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she's a good character. <laughs> she's a good character. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, any more? I could. No, I mean, I don't know why. My, I, I wasn't thinking about it a bunch tonight. So. All right. Moms is a wrap. If you want to enter, please do. Just DM us on Twitter or respond in the 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 plea for entries that I send out. It's not really a plea anymore because we get a lot of entries, but um, we'll get you into our competition that will run through the rest of May. Okay, we are low on time, but we do want to do some fantasy news. So uh, if you have something to say on these things, hop in. So um, Sanderson finished Skyward 3, which he does not have a title for. We were We were looking for a title potentially at the warehouse like scribbled on a piece of paper or on a on a whiteboard but there was nothing there was no title we were unable to get a title for skyward 3 that is still in the works uh he is working now on the lost metal which is making some progress which is wax and wayne 4 and the conclusion of the second set of stormlight not stormlight mistborn books we at the when we were at the warehouse there was a whiteboard we were told we weren't supposed to take a picture of as we were taking pictures after he said we couldn't take a picture of the whiteboard, we were like scouring it, trying to see why can't we take a picture of this? Are there some hidden clues? There was something that said, read cryptic. And we were like, what could that mean? But it meant nothing. That was just, that, no, that was the code name for Skyward. 3. Yeah. Just that they yeah. use at the warehouse. It's not like Sanderson's code name or anything. Yeah. But, that, but that's what I mean. There was no information to really be gleaned. It, it was all just had to do with warehouse logistics. Okay, we try, and we're guys. excited for Mistborn. I, we'll definitely do a reread of the Mistborn books. Mistborn is an area that we have failed in as Phantology uh, reviews. We've only got a review for the first book. We'll do, we'll do more. We'll do more as we get closer to Lost Metal. We'll definitely catch up for that. Okay, uh, next, uh, TV, Ryan, you're excited about this. But uh, I know you've actually seen this show. So Witcher Season 2, Calming is done. to your Witcher. I actually did watch it, and I enjoyed it. Okay. Season yeah, so one, filming wrapped. not season two. 
you got an arc on season two. <laughs> so hopefully we'll see Watch that. It. I think by the end of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. End of 2021. It does seem like there's like a lot of, a lot more fantasy TV coming out recently though. Right. Like, Oh yeah. I mean, Amazon has a show called the nevers, which I haven't been, t- I don't know. I can't go like it. Oh, is that HBO? Yeah. Yeah. That is HBO. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I, j- I heard yeah yeah. but But, i mean it's it's cool to see so many people kind of like entering the like arena you know what i mean netflix is hitting it hard i mean like uh, as always with netflix their strategy is always just throw enough stuff at the wall see what sticks which are apparently is stuck enough i think they have a new superhero show coming out that looks kind of like the boys but like not quite as dark dark. but more of a dark theme yeah, dark take on superheroes and Shadow and Bone, which is an adaptation of Leigh Bardugo's series, is out now. Have you guys? I, I've watched three episodes. Watched. I watched the first episode. The trailer actually really, really got me on that one. Okay, I, I've watched all of them. Am I the only one? I watched twenty minutes in between doing some chores and couldn't focus. Well, you were doing chores, Jake. Between, so, I was taking quick, a- quick review i give it like a three out of five it was good like it was better than the first okay. episode I, I thought was the weakest and i thought that the production quality was really good the acting was good it, it was all a little bit campy but i enjoyed it and i hope that they make more seasons and it made me like excited for more stuff that netflix is doing we haven't have any of you guys read the books i haven't we haven't right no one has I no yeah. So I have a friend who has, and she said she wasn't super pleased with it. They made a lot of changes. She's a, she seems to be a pretty big purist to the series, but apparently this was a combination of some of the trilogy and also some of the like duology that was more of a prequel. Like there were two plot lines interwoven for the show. She was okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting to see that they like, I don't know. I'm okay with changes like that if it's like thoughtfully done. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then what's oh, what's that other Netflix show? It's like a Sherlock Holmes, but it's kind of like combining some like fantasy elements to it. Oh, I the the Irregulars or something. Irreg- yeah. yeah, Irregulars. Mm. I haven't seen that at all either. I I started watching Shadow and Bone instead of that. I enjoyed it more. Ryan, what TV has you interested? Anything? Uh, well, Shadow and Bone which I watched just the first episode so far. Yes. Just the first episode. I recently watched Chernobyl, which would probably be interesting to anybody with an interest in science fiction, uh, which is an HBO series. And I found out that on HBO, there's a lot of older TV shows. So I've been watching Batman beyond with my son, Jude. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's funny because these shows that came out when we were growing up, you couldn't really watch them like back to back. You basically like would watch them and whatever episode was on was on. And so it's yeah. weird watching a show actually in chronological order. Is it, is, is there like a more of a cohesive story like that or is it not too cohesive? It, I think they purposefully because of the format they know people won't be watching them back to back. There's not a super cohesive story. Most, uh, most of the episodes are pretty isolated, but anyways, I thought that was interesting. So I'll, I'll have to, pretty cool. I'll have to watch shadow and bone and uh, re- report back uh, maybe on the next monthly episode. 
but I will say the acting wasn't too impressive to me in the first episode. I was intrigued yeah. that uh, what's his face Ben Barnes is that his name the guy yes. from Punisher like him yeah yeah wait who does he play in it is he in the he's not in the first episode oh, okay all right yeah you'll see I'm only three episodes in and I'm intrigued by his character cool and then we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier which yeah yeah that wrapped that. up we're yeah. we're we're gonna do a combined Loki Captain and the Winter Soldier review I think we are okay I, I there there wasn't a ton. To talk about with Winter Soldier in terms of like the fantasy context, yeah. I thought I don't know. I, I liked yeah, it okay. I, I think we were all kind of like, yeah, it's all right. But I I liked I liked some of the like I liked the themes they tackled, and I thought it was a really cool and self aware way and like kind of socially aware mm-hmm. way way to tackle it. But I just I think a lot of people were disappointed because it wasn't as unique as WandaVision. So it didn't yeah. have that pull to it. And it was classic like action for most of it. And the plot was just kind of disjointed for me. Yeah. Yeah. The plot wasn't as tight as it could have been, but for the themes of race and like injustice, I thought they for the most part did super well on those. Yeah. I felt like they kind of backloaded that though. Like I felt like it was like all really good and really necessary, but it was kind of heavy handed in the final couple episodes where they could have kind of like explored that stuff throughout it a yeah. little bit better. I wish they would have explored like more in detail throughout. Like, but... Yeah, more. I would say like spread it out so it's not. It doesn't feel as heavy handed. Yeah, that's true. The speech at the end, like that, might have been a oh, little. I really heavy. liked it. I really liked the speech at I, the end. I, yeah, I, I, I got a little shivers from it, but I think that it would have even struck home harder had you kind of like had these kind of talks like throughout it. Up to it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just didn't really resonate with the, the villain. Yeah, Morgan Thaw very much. I will say I'm glad that WandaVision came out before this because it kind of like gave me more hope for like how the qual like not that Captain America was bad, but like Yeah, we see the potential. The bar is pretty yeah. high already. Yeah. I'm pumped for Loki. I think Loki's gonna be really good. I was not excited when it first like was announced. Really? Especially not when they announced the the typography of the logo it looks terrible to me. But once once I saw the trailer with Owen Wilson and everything, I was like, okay, yeah, I can I can get into that. Well, speaking of trailers, we don't really have a trailer, but we have a promo for a trailer. Anyone? Yeah, we got another we got another teaser from Wheel of Time just the other day. We got a Lan Mandragorian. Wait, how do you, what is Mandrag? What, what is this last name? Man- Mandragorian. Mandragorian. Yeah, Mandragorian. Yeah, but I don't know what the mandalorian what is it we talked a little bit about this is anybody else getting sick of these teasers for for a wheel of time i I was going to go on this uh response on discord because we kind of talked about this but then i didn't i i don't get the hate to me these are just like posters like in the like the 20 they're like the 21st century version of posters it's like the online viral version of like releasing a movie poster at a movie theater how much longer can they do it before giving us a trailer though josh my prediction is trailer is this month of may or early june yeah i i mean look i think that we as fans are super into it and we we like it but the fact is that they could just be giving us nothing because it's not like we're getting so close to the release date of the show without a trailer. Like, I don't think yeah. there's a trailer yeah, for yeah, The Witcher yeah. 2. You yeah, know? it's like no. if you're experiencing burnout right now, it's because you're following too many people or talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, they should not feel responsible for burnout among fans right now. Yeah, you know? okay, okay. I do think, 
I don't know. My one of the issues with it is because, like Josh said, they're more like posters. Some of the editing styles I've seen on them, I haven't really been a big fan of, like the slow motion or blur or whatever it is at the end of the land teaser. Well, I think that they were blurring out specifically. They didn't you want like what he was fighting. Good luck something. at the Trollock. We assume, yeah. I assume he was fighting Trollock and they didn't want to give us like, I think maybe the via, like the visual effects There's haven't not, really been yeah, done they're not finished it, so yet. they just, yeah, kept it blurry. So Jake, is there a release date for this show? Because I, there was a leak that some Twitter account, right? Tweeted out a potential. I, I've heard release. I don't know. I don't know what has been validated. I've heard release dates of like fall or, or holiday, but I don't, I don't know if there's anything that's been validated for oh for the show or for the trailer for either I've I've seen tweets that say there was like a leak that said the trailer is coming in May um but that was also after people were already predicting it was coming in May so it's hard to know if that's a legit leak or someone just trying to I mean heck tomorrow we could tweet out Phantology has exclusive information the trailer is coming out in two weeks and people might talk about it (laughs) let's do it yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did hear that they're they're doing a couple more reshoots or something, and I think it's more for just like touch ups with things like that, like close ups and like panning shots or something. But I've heard those that as a rumor for the past year, so I have no idea. Mm. <laughs> All right, three more pieces of news. This is for you, Ryan. Books. So three pieces of news for books that are upcoming. We got a cover for Wisdom of Crowds cover reveal for wisdom of crowds that they then went back and redid because apparently it was the same lion from uh, world of warcraft or something so then they put a different lion on the cover how did kind that of happen how yeah, does that happen uh, not sure how that happens so uh, we <laughs> do have a final cover and you can pre-order wisdom of crowds by joe abercrombie now and i actually did earlier today so i'm very excited for that one we got a title for the burning three the rage of dragons series and that book will be called lord of demons i don't think there's a release date on that and we got a cover for the fall of babel which is the last in the books of babel and i know none of us have read Sendlin the books of ascends. babel yet well sendlin ascends is the name of the first book but the oh, okay series is books of babel that's a series i would like to be current on by september we'll see if we can get there because our reading schedules are already ambitious I'm most excited for Wisdom of Crowds, but I mean, I'm biased because I just love that series. I'm excited for it too. Good. I got you. Good, good. I'm, I'm pretty far behind, but I'm trying to catch up. It's going to be it's going to be a great book. I need to catch up with you too, Jake, because we we were trying to do reviews for before they are hanged and last argument of kings to go yeah. on with all of our other reviews for Abercrombie. We want to be like hyping Abercrombie going up to release. Yeah, I finished before they were hanged about a week ago or two weeks ago. Really liked it. I thought it was a big improvement over the first book, which I also really liked. Okay. And then uh, I know at least Josh and I, wait, have, who else has read? Who else is a Rage of Dragons? Is it just Josh and I? Uh, I read it first. Yeah, Ryan. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm the pioneer on Phantology. Sorry, Ryan. Okay. Hey, that's my Ryan bad. the pioneer. That's my bad. the first to read First Law as well, right? Yes. And technically the first one to read Dresden. Maybe not. Okay. No, definitely not. Technically not the first one. Um, but not the last one, though. <laughs> the first book, though? I thought you read the first no, book. No, Stephen read the first okay. book first. 
Okay. Props. All right. So we do have books that are coming out later (laughs) in this year that we're excited for. Uh, Nothing in, I I don't know of any big releases in May that I'm actually planning on getting into. And we don't have time to do our TBRs, but um, hop on Discord and we'll let you know what we're actually focused on. Cool. Okay. Thanks for tuning in and follow us on Twitter. Definitely submit your entries for top three science fiction and fantasy mothers. If you win, uh, you get a fabulous prize of Phantology swag. Just see you there. Thanks, guys. And don't put your own mothers in the entry. All right. I'll try not to. (laughs) See ya. Until next time.